Hello, once again. Welcome back to another episode of Six Minutes with Sarah. So today our topic is going to be my hopes about post MCO conditions. Like, what's it going to be, and you know if if I hope it returns to normal or anything. I think MCO has impacted most of us, especially those who don't have a a job secured with multinational companies or you know fixed jobs with fixed incomes. A lot of us are jobless and we're probably living off our savings. Uh, what I would hope to see right after MCO is that I hope that the economy goes back to normal. And I've seen many postings about people. Uh, encouraging people to indulge back into the local business because in our local businesses we have um, we have lower 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 profits. So in general, we don't earn that much, even though without the MCO. So you know we should we should try to help our own local uh, local markets, for an instance, because uh, we wouldn't want our own country to be falling behind ourselves. So yeah, we should like you know go and visit Zoo in the garage. You know, take your kids or uh, if you don't have a kid yet, I uh, take your boyfriend, take your dog. Oh, okay, dog doesn't apply. Um, and then I've heard that uh, there is this campaign for adopting animals from Zoo in the garage because previously it's almost uh, going to go bankrupt or something like that. So yeah, I think people are doing a good job to support animals that who I need. Um, I've also. Received news that previously the SPCA, which which is the place that they keep stray dogs or cats or any animals, yeah, they they were almost going bankrupt because you know funds were stopping, uh, and you know they they needed more funds to fund for the dogs and you know the food and the neutering process and so on. Um, I think Malaysians are very united in the sense that we are trying to help as much as we can. Or at least try to sustain certain businesses or uh, non-profitable organizations such like SPCA, uh, so that they try to sustain. And I think we're doing a really good job in this sense. So economically, I believe that. I mean, I'm not an economy expert to talk about, but um, I I hope that Malaysians can support our own local businesses so so that we can go back to normal. Not like it's very terrible now, but uh, you know, you wouldn't want to see more people going bankrupt. <laughs> so yeah, this is from the economic aspect. Uh, from the social aspect, I think there have been lots of robbery cases being reported nowadays. I'm not sure it's of of the how true it is, but you're when people are in economic crisis, you tend to have problems to financially support your own family. So the the one result. A resort that you would take is to you know take some easy money and just rob somebody off the streets. Um, I, but even though being said so, I believe the government has been doing a lot of effort in uh, providing. Sorry, that was my messenger. If you heard the bling, um, the government has been working really hard to provide like uh the bantuan sarahido or you know other funds to try to help. Uh, Malaysians cope with this catastrophe, but but then I I believe that there are some maybe because it takes time for paperwork and you know for people to process uh, your requests and so on. Because even I haven't got the money, and I heard that it's gonna come in like 
sometime around May, uh, end of May for students. So it takes a lot of time. You imagine there's so many people in Malaysia. I'm not sure how many millions of people. I think it's billions. Not really sure. I think it's millions lah. I'm not really sure about the facts, but then there are so many applications and probably not a lot of people handling the application. So it needs a lot of time, but I'm not sure how to solve this issue. But I just hope that, you know, socially our country will become uh, or maintain the usual way it was and, you know, cut down crime rates and make Malaysia a safer place for all of us, uh, regardless if you are Malay, Chinese, Indian, or orang asli or indigenous people or you know so we talked about the social economical and now we talk about the politics okay i'm not going to go far on politics because it's sensitive but you know one thing i realized about uh, this entire situation is that our uh, i'm not sure his ex- the, the name of his exact position I think it's the health deputy general uh, dr hisham yeah, he's doing a really good job in providing updates, daily updates, you know. Imagine daily updates. It's like you have to go to the specific place where all the reporters gather and you're know, every day he has been giving updates on how bad or how good the situation has been or if the situation has been improving or he has been implementing newer uh newer phases of the movement control order. And I think that's very responsible of him and the current Prime Minister. Uh, regardless of what people say that uh, or the what the backdoor coalition or something like that. Um, what I can see now is that both of these ministers are doing quite their job as they are supposed to. Today's six minutes with Sarah will end here. I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye bye.